Praise be to God. As we worship God and, and we are in his presence tonight, and we're dealing with uh, this topic, the prophetic speed, how God can change the life of a person from one level to another level. How God can turn around the signature of a person, the identity of a person, from one level to another level, not just happening, but with his speed. You see, and we're believing God for that. You see, the, the, the secret of the things of the Spirit is consistency. That's Amen. Consistency and persistency. You know, the day you're going to know that you are not made to be controlled by the world, but to control the world, things around you begin to be completely different. But the biggest problem we still have is People still think, you know, things must be well. It is well with you. It's just a moment to take over what belongs to you. You must understand this. We are not trying to, 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 to conquer something. We are more than conquerors. We are more than conquerors. You must understand that. We are just regaining what we had and what we lost. So all the things we pray for, anything you're looking for, God gave man and Adam lost it. And Jesus Christ came to restore that which Adam had and lost. So we have it back. So tonight we are dealing with issues when we are saying oh, we want prophetic speed, uh, supernatural speed. All these type of things are mysteries in the kingdom of God. But the Bible says these things are not revealed to man by the will of man. They are revealed by the spirit of God. There are certain things which are hidden in Christ. And it takes the spirit of God to reveal as Jesus said when he comes. He shall reveal unto you. He shall show you. Now like this message we are sharing with you tonight. And I've been talking to you the whole week about speed. These are hidden secrets revealed unto men. That there is an ability in the spirit where you can tap. And after tapping this ability, you can move to a certain level where things begin to happen so quickly and fast in your life. I know you're praying for marriage. You're praying for as he was ministering. He, he, he handled all these type of issues. You know, you, you pray for something, for a breakthrough to happen. Do you know that it can take time? And do you know that a miracle can happen and something quickly can take place? Oh my God, am I still summer, right? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> that, that is something very interesting. Yes. That, that, that very interesting. Mm, 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 you know, very, very interesting. Hallelujah. How things happen. Mm. On each moment, there is a speed. Yes. Do you know, let me give you a, a bigger secret. Do you know that it's very... Okay, let me say this. If there is one ministry that you will never hear me in my church, when I say in my church, I mean in the ECG community, in my churches, no matter what happens, but I always and I will not stand against the prophetic. Somebody came to me and said, oh, one, one, one of your pastors was prophesying. And no, 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 no. I said, oh, leave him. Because I know the power of prophecy. Oh 
You know, since I was a child, I grew up prophesying to people. And, and I've grown up prophesying to people. But you see, I didn't know the power of prophecy until when I was uh, in Form 3. I don't know what is Form 3 in South Africa. What, what is Form 3 in, in, in other countries? Grade 10. Okay. When I was in, in Form 3, you know, there was one, one very young girl. She was in Form 1, which is a grade uh, 9. Oh, 8, grade 8. Grade 8. Are you, are you sure what do I say? <laughs> so <laughs> I was in Form 3 and she was in Form 1. All right, so I was like grade 10 and she was in grade 8, okay? Now, this, this young, very young girl, we are praying. So the whole school, everybody was like, hey, everybody was coming to me, you know, oh, hey, Bushiri, Bushiri, you know, hey, Professor, hey, speak to me. So this, this particular day, this young girl, she just looked at me, and she kept on looking at me. And uh, I, I, am, I am praying for people, and she's very young. I think she was uh, 12 or 13 years or, or something. She kept on looking at me. Then she said it to me. She said, I have a word from God for you. She says, the first country, she said she saw footsteps of people. She said, I saw a lot of footsteps for people, and they were all coming to you. And she said it to me. She said, and, and, and there will be a miracle that's going to happen. She's, she's telling me, and I'm looking at this young girl, and she says, there will be a child that you're going to pray for who never walked. And when this child walks, that's when your ministry, how, this is how your ministry will start. Mm. And she says to me, your first country to go will be DRC Congo. You're going to go to Congo, you're going to preach to Congo, and when you come back, the Lord will lift you. Oh, uh, I was like, ah, me a professor, what is this? <laughs> Son, yes. it happened exactly. Do you know, <laughs> that's the day I began to respect what I prophesy. I said, oh, so what I prophesy is powerful as this. Mm. The first miracle that no completely changed everything was this child who, you know, was born and, and, and it was a young little boy. He never walked. He was about eight to nine years. He never walked. And after my high school, and that's the miracle that everyone until today, in that area, they still speak about that miracle. It completely turned around everything. You know, and, and you know, when you, in it, 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 there's a difference when you stay in town and when you stay uh, in a village, right? In a village, they know each other. They know, even 30 kilometers, they know that there's Mr. Soso over there, there is this person over there. In town, I don't even know my neighbor. <laughs> in town, that's how you know you're living in town or you're not living in when you don't know the neighbor. <laughs> so I don't even know my neighbors. I don't know who they are. But you see in town, they know. So like the whole area, they knew that this child wasn't, wasn't walking. And when I prayed for this child, this child just stood up and began to walk. God healed the child. And I forgot about the prophecy from this young girl that had prophesied. And it was... After, some, after some, some months, when I was coming back from my first international trip where I went to preach, uh, there's a church called the New City of David in Lubumbashi, in the Congo. When I was coming back from ministering from there, that's when I 
said, oh, am I I'm coming from Congo, right? I said, oh. And I began to think. And I remember that there was a young girl when I was still at the high school who had prophesied about it. Now, you see, there are certain things that I want you to understand. Mm. The prophetic message. Any man of God or woman of God who carries a prophecy, it is very important. This is what the Bible says, test all spirits and find out, is this a spirit from God? But how would you test it if you're not even part of it? It's difficult for an apostle to say he's testing a spirit of a teacher. What, what are you testing? It is only those who are in the prophetic who can test what is happening in the prophetic. It is those who are living in this word of God who, you know, who study this book of the law. Who can study what someone is doing, whether it's spiritual or not. You are not in the world. You are not grown spiritually. And you say you are testing a spirit. What spirit are you testing? Actually, you need to be tested. I hear you, Papa. That's the word of God. You must be tested. Now, uh, what type of spirit are you testing? Like, uh, hey, the Bible says we should test every spirit. Hey, 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 no, no, the Bible says in the last day. Do you know the Bible yourself? No, you don't know the Bible. And what spirit are you testing? The person you're talking about, they know the Bible. We need to test you. What spirit are you talking from? So the prophetic, you see, the prophetic is very powerful. We are in a prophetic church. Let me tell you how, prophetic, how powerful the prophetic is. Do you know in, the, in those days, they could be on war. For example, Israel could be besieged, okay? The whole Jerusalem surrounded by soldiers. The king trembling, we are defeated. The whole country, you see soldiers around the city. A prof, one prophet, one man one. would just come to the king and say, listen, king. Can you imagine when everyone, soldiers are shaking, they're about to give up. One, one prophet and say, hey, king, all the soldiers you are seeing outside, none of them will shoot an arrow. Yes. One word from a prophet. Yes. I didn't hear this. One word. Can you imagine? This is the whole Israel, the whole country. Everybody's like, we, we are about to be defeated. We don't know what to do. One prophet just says, I will make the king hear a false rumor. A prophet is telling, said, I will make the king hear what? A false rumor that his child has died. I will make him, the chief commander of your enemies, I will make him hear a false rumor. And he's gonna back, he's gonna leave the war. He will live outside the, the, our city and go to see the child. And there he will be killed by his own son. A prophet telling telling the king like that. You see, and then as as they are there at night, waiting in the morning to 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 destroy Israel, then the the, the commander just hears a false rumor, like your child is dead. He's like, no, uh, can you, uh, 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 I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> Sometimes God will make people hear false rumors. Yeah, that's true. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said. Sometimes, sometimes God will make people hear false rumors. When God, oh, uh, I'm not talking to somebody right here. The, the king heard a false story. <laughs> and he acted over it. And he made a mistake in that. Oh, now you hear this, hear this. And, and when, when he left, this is just a prophet, just telling a king to say, King, don't worry. Mm -hmm. 
And this is how Israel won the battle. Yes. Remember when, when Moses, when Moses would raise up his hands, Joshua would win the war. They want to tell you. So when we are dealing with the prophetic speed, that's why there's a word prophetic. I'm dealing with the word prophetic now. Because we have dealt with the word speed. Now we want to connect to you. Why I said prophetic speed? Because it, they must be prophetic. The prophetic can make things happen quickly. Oh my gosh. I'm talking to somebody. This is what I'm saying to you. The prophetic. Can, can you imagine? Can, can you imagine? The prophetic word. <laughs> the Bible says you, you do good, you who uh, uh, take heed of the word of the prophetic. Mm -hmm. For it is like a light shining in darkness. Mm -hmm. Now, when, when I prophesy to you, when I speak a word of prophecy to you, when I say this prophecy, mm -hmm. I'm not just trying to tell you the word of prophecy. Mm -hmm. Did you hear that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> People don't know. What God is doing, they don't know. So when, when, when we are sharing this message, as you watch on the TV, as you watch, you may not understand what I'm telling you. You may not know it. You, sometimes you just look at me like, what is he preaching? But you must, time has come, we must say this. When we say prophetic, when we say speed, look at the people of Israel. In, in the second Kings chapter seven, verse one, the Bible says there was drought in Israel. There was no food, there was no money. And they went to a prophet. Yes. A prophet said, mm -hmm. he said by tomorrow, yes. he said the price of this shall change from this level. He says that your, your economy shall, oh my God, I'm not to know somebody right here. Yes. Can you imagine the whole country is suffering? But everything was turned around, not in years, he said by tomorrow. A prophetic word carries a speed. There is speed. So when, when I come here, you saw first of all, I was, I was just dealing with the word speed, 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 speed. Now I want to tell you the prophetic speed. What is the prophetic? It is that word, that which is spoken. It can take you years to do some certain things. But when the prophetic is there, what could take long can happen quickly? Someone is watching me now. You see, what is going to change things tonight? What is going to change your story? What is going to change your life? It is your faith in Christ. Your faith in Jesus is going to change everything, but you need now the word because how God made things to be done is different. You know what God did? He made the word with word. Yes. Okay, he said, let that be. So he was just with the word. There was a spoken word. In the days of prophets, if you, if you study well, when the prophets were there on the land, angels were not active. Read your Bible. Whenever a prophet was on the land, you don't hear that the prophet did this, a prophet went there, you don't hear it. Whenever angels, I mean, prophets have disappeared from the land, mm. then you're going to hear angels. Mm. You didn't hear me. You didn't hear that. Because God respects the prophetic 
they are his messengers, and angels are his messengers. So whenever you hear the Bible, when the Bible says, and the angels of the Lord came, and the angels of the Lord came, much of the moments, prophets were not there. You will not, you will not read and hear anywhere where angels were sent to deliver a message in the days of Elijah, because Elijah was there. You will not see angels delivering a message in the days of Moses because Moses was there. Nobody in the congregation of Moses was uh, having angelic encounters. You will never hear about angels in the days of Elisha because angels were there. You will never hear about angels in the days of Elisha because angels were there. You don't hear about angels because prophets were there. So whenever prof the prophetic is, God wants people to understand that he, he says a message. What matters is his message. And what is that message? The message must be able to lead you to him. The message must be able to lead you to the word. Yes. The message must be able to lead you to Jesus. The mediator of the new covenant. So when we speak of the word, when we declare of the word, it is this way that we speak, talking about. Whenever there are people who can tell you the word, you don't need angels. Why? Why, why do you need angels? Now, in the New Testament, when men of God were available, an angel went to Cornelius. And this is the message they went and bring to him. Because Cornelius maybe also was also believing, like, ah, I want to see an angel. I want to see. The angel came and said, Mr. Cornelius, we know you wanted us to come and talk to you. But listen, Mr. Cornelius. Your giving has been accepted before God, mm. but will not tell you anything. An angel came to Cornelius, yes, will not tell you anything. Mm. Send men to Joppa. Mm. There, there is my servant. My There's a servant of God in Joppa. There. He says, go and meet. That man must come to your house. That man of God. He said, his name is Peter. He will tell you everything. Why are you not telling me everything? Because now it's an era where men of God are available. When men of God, when God raises men of God in your era, in your days, when God raises men of God, when they speak, listen attentively. Listen what they are saying. Because there's a voice of God in their message. There is a voice of God in their message. So as a prophetic ministry, we believe that God is still speaking today. We believe that God is still speaking. Amen. That's why I'm standing on this altar. Oh, yes. The whole reason why I accepted the calling because God said, I want you to go and prove to the people that I am still speaking. Oh, yes. So when you see me standing here, so I come here, I can take like one hour teaching you through the word because that's also God is speaking. He can speak through the Bible. He can speak through the teaching. He can speak through the preaching. He can speak through prophecy. It doesn't matter, but God is still speaking. My God. Hallelujah. That's still speaking to This is why, this is why in our days, in our days, you see, like in the, in the, in the book of uh, 1 John chapter 2, the Bible speaks of a man who broke out when there was a revival, a man broke out and he began to, to attack. And he was preaching, but fighting against the men of God. 
And first John chapter 2 is the Bible says, stay away from such new teachings. Stay away from such type of doctrines. I was telling somebody, I said, listen, no any man of God in the world came to die for anybody. Jesus did. Our preaching is not to preach our names, it's to preach Jesus, the Son of God. It doesn't really matter whether they, whether they call what we're doing fake or not, as long as they believe that Jesus is the Son of God. That's what matters. And that's what we are doing. We are trying to preach Jesus, the Son of God. Are, are you getting what I'm saying? So when I'm standing here and I'm telling you about the prophetic, you must get this. Go, and the enemy hurts the prophetic. No, you can go to any other church. No one will fight you. You can actually leave this church and start worshiping idols. No one will say anything. But when you go to a prophet, the whole hell will break loose. You know, you, why? Before I came to this church, I was in another church and nobody fought you. But the prophetic, the enemy doesn't like it. He doesn't. And that's why you know that there is power in the prophetic. Because the enemy hurts the prophetic. Like, where, so where do you go? Which church? And they even become angry. Like, are you the one who go? Or is, are you the one who, do, are you, do, do you drive me? Do you put fuel in my car? Or you, you pay for my taxi to go to the, pro, to the prophet? No. Ah, so why? Why are you controlling me? Like, why? Why do you, why, why do you go there? Does he, does, he, does he tell me to believe in him or to believe in God? He tells me to believe in God. So what's the problem? No, no. Oh. You will see a manifestation of a spirit. Because the prophetic, God has raised the prophetic in order to intervene in the realm of the spirit because the world is so spiritual and you need a spiritual man to control the spiritual, to speak to your spiritual. And the enemy will not like it because he wants to control the world. I, I hope you hear what I'm saying. I hope you're getting this. It's very important to understand. So when we prophesy, it's not just fun. Like, I want the prophecy. I want the prophecy. Prophesy. My father, my father. Major. <laughs> prophesy. It's not just prophecy. I sometimes look at the people who are receiving prophecy, and I look at the people who are in the, in that, in the environment where prophecy is given, and I ask myself, are they seeing that this is grace? And I ask myself, can you imagine being in the, in the presence where someone, the Holy Ghost comes upon him, and he's telling people what God is showing him, and they are true. And you are in the midst of such congregation. How can your life be the same? How can you, how can your story be the same? All the, in, in, I mean, in the Bible, when you read it, all the kings, they all lived by prophets. All the kings, you are not wiser than them. You are not wiser than them. 
I can tell you this. You are not wiser than David. Or what David is and was, prophets. Jesus himself, what he was, there was no Jesus without John. John said he's a voice in the wilderness. Jesus ushered, I mean, I mean, John ushered Jesus. It's John who ushered Jesus and introduced him. He needed a prophet. You are not wiser than Jesus. You need the prophetic word. You need the prophetic word. You need the prophetic word. You need it. All kings respected prophets. Yes. All kings in the Bible. Yes. The feet. And any king who didn't respect the prophet, mm. the Bible says he walked in his own ways. And read this, 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 the following verse from that verse, and he was destroyed. Mm. Any king, it says he walked in his own way. He followed the, way, the ways of his father. And the Bible mentioned his name. Mm. And he said, and he did not prevail. So we are not wiser. We are not wiser than the, the, those kings. We are not. We are not wiser than Hezekiah. So when a word of prophecy is coming, it comes as light where there is darkness. Amen. To make things. So when I say to you, when I say, um, it's a moment of prophetic speed, I receive. After saying I receive, ask a question. How many got a prophecy here? No one raised up a hand. I just prophesied that it's a season of speed, but because you are not comprehending. The Bible says the light shines in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. And the Bible says the word of prophecy is like light shining into the dark place. Now, if it's shining in the dark place, the Bible says that darkness comprehended it not. So when the word of prophecy is being given, some people don't comprehend it. They don't understand it. They don't hear it. A prophet comes and says, this is a season when God is going to put speed on your feet. I receive. They forget about it. Some, they take that word and say, the prophet has prophesied that this season, some people are waiting, I need a prophecy personally. Hey, there is a, there is a word here. There are three types of prophecies. Uh, did you hear that? Yes. There are three types of prophecies. Did you hear that? There's what you call international prophecies. When I make a statement that is going to happen at the international level, when I say God says in all churches there will be this, that's an international prophecy. Then there's a prophecy which I may say in this land or in this country. That's a national prophecy. Then there's a prophecy which says you as a person. So they're all prophecies. Whether what God is saying, he's saying it's going to happen to all believers in the world, that's international. We receive that word of prophecy. Whether God says in this country, God will do this to his children. That country must receive that prophecy. Whether the word of prophecy is coming to you as a person, it's also a prophecy. So when a prophet comes and says, um, I saw the Lord saying to me, tell my people that I'll put speed on their feet. This is an international prophecy. So those who receive it, the Bible says he came for his own, but his own received him not. But for those who received, he said only those ones who received, they only were given power to become. 
So when I prophesy, when I say a word, yes. when I say it's this going to happen, you see, you may say, I receive it, I believe it, I receive it. But you must understand that are you receiving it as a prophecy or you're just receiving as a routine? Now when you get to a level where you begin to understand I'm in the prophetic ministry and the prophet has said this for this season and I'm believing God for this. I saw one son, uh, actually, um, 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 with, with, with his friend, uh, they are here, they are, they are part of partners. When I declared for, uh, uh, when I was praying, you know, uh, for financial breakthrough, you know, for financial breakthrough, he went into the, into, into the fasting. He said, I'm, I'm fasting. We are fasting for, for this. We are fasting for this. I looked at him and I know exactly what's about to happen to his life. Exactly. Somebody understands the prophetic. He knows God is speaking. Do you know Abraham got a prophecy when he was 75 that he would have a child? He only had a child when he was 99. What, come on, how slow was this thing? It was very slow. You didn't hear this. You can hear a word of God. God can say, I'm going to do this in your life. And it, it cannot happen at that time. Until you, you listen properly. What is God saying? It is until Abraham met again three men, which the Bible calls them three men. Uh, if not four men who had come at his house and looked at them as strangers and they gave them food and they said listen they said that tomorrow I mean in next year time like this Abraham he said we shall have a child all he needed was that word I wish he had that word when he was a bit younger only what he wanted to hear they told him a word they said your wife that's it that's how the life of Abraham changed to, to become a father of all he needed was a word. So you're watching me tonight, and I'm telling you, when we say prophetic speed, it it we, we I mean it. It's get that revelation. I am not just in a normal church. God brought me into this church because God understands my story. God knows your issue. He knows your issue is spiritual. It needs a spiritual man who can speak over your life and change your story. If you were not like that, I mean, why, why did God bring you over here? God understands that what's happening around you, it needs a spiritual energy. You have tried in the physical, but you need to be in a place where the spiritual power of God is manifested. <laughs> Praise be to God. So you, you be, you'll be surprised. How people will rise against the prophetic. How will they be like, hey, oh, that prophet this. Hey, this prophet. Ah. Bushiri this. Bushiri that. Bushiri where. Bushiri who. Bushiri when. Bushiri how. Oh. <laughs> it's not a Bushiri thing. This is the word of God. We preach Jesus who was crucified and resurrected on Easter. He is coming back to rapture his church. And for those who believe in him shall be saved. <laughs> Understand this. It's a very simple thing. When you get the revelation and the word inside of you 
and understand that I am in the prophetic church. Now when he's, when I'm telling you, speed is going to happen. When I say deliverance will happen, you must not just listen that word as just a word of the time, but it's a word for life. That word which uh, Jacob, did you hear this? That word which Jacob said to his children until today is what is happening in their lives. That word which Isaac said to the son Jacob is what happened in his life. It became a word for life until today. So when we are dealing with these issues, when I say um, uh, this is going to happen to you, get it with revelation. People who can't grasp what God is saying through his prophets and they tend to, to, to forget about it and, and, and forget the season and forget what God has been declaring. There are people who are like seeds that are planted alongside the road, which after they, uh, they are falling on the road, birds come and, and, and eat them away. Even in this Bible, they can read it. They'll forget everything. Amen. They'll read the Bible like this and forget everything. There's, there's no fatal ground in them to have. It's not, it's not yet. They, they, they are spiritually barren. Nothing can be conceived in them and nothing can be born out of them. You need to be fruitful spiritually. To a level when a prophet says a word, you become fruitful and you conceive. Oh my God, you must be fruitful in the spirit. When you hear the word, when you hear prophetic declaration, when you read the scriptures, you must conceive it. But when you are barren, anything you read, it doesn't happen. Every prophecy, it doesn't happen. Any prophecy, any prayer, it doesn't happen. Why? Because spiritually you are barren. So tonight we're speaking on the prophetic speed. Why speed? I said things are going to happen quickly, but now why? How will they happen when you understand the prophetic? When you take this word and believe that this is the word of the season and that this word shall stand in my life, there shall be speed on me. You will see what's going to start happening. What was supposed to take 10 years shall happen within three weeks. Receive. Receive.